0: hello everyone and welcome to a special small tiny episode of Shaded Corner where we're going to I don't we're gonna have these interspliced probably because there'll be updates and then if we come up with other things um, things are going on in the world mm-hmm. specifically in one region and it is affecting one of us more so than others because she has ties she is and has family over there. So, Poe, you're you're Ukrainian. I am. Yes. So, if you there's a lot of shit going around. Yes. People don't understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. They're only getting information from Facebook
1: and, and western media, which is awful.
0: Western media and then Putin mm-hmm. himself. Yeah. So, no one really knows what's going on. People are just having rumors. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast when they were saying we don't even know, yeah, a Ukrainian. Yes, yeah. so this is going to be heavy on you. Yep. No, so that's fine. you're gonna just tell the people what's going on, some history, um, what's going on over there with because you still have family over there. I do, and you're in contact with them. I am. So you can share what's going on.
1: So. I, I'm going to start off by saying I am Ukrainian. I was born in Kiev, Ukraine, um, which is all over the news because it's the capital of Ukraine.
0: Okay. I'm going to stop you right here. Sure. So um, people have been fighting about this online. Mm, yes. About the name. Yes.
1: So Kiev is how you say it in Ukrainian. Um, Kiev is how you say it in Russian. However, uh, a lot of a lot of Ukraine speaks Russian. they are Russian-speaking Ukrainians. My parents... Included, My parents were born and raised in Ukraine, um, and they were there when it was the Soviet Union. So uh, a lot of Russian-speaking Ukrainians, predominantly in cities. So major cities like like Kiev, like Odessa, they are a lot of the people there speak Russian. Uh, I, in fact, visited Ukraine about four or five years ago. um, Five years ago now, I guess. uh, And I spoke Russian the whole time and everybody there speaks Russian. So, you can pronounce it Kiev or Kiev. Right. Either one is correct. Um, I know some Ukrainians, and it's fair, um, some Ukrainians are very sensitive about like they are not Russian speaking, they are Ukrainian speaking, and I understand it, especially right now. Right. Um, however, Kiev is how you say it in Ukrainian, Kiev is how you say it in Russian, um, because the vowels are a little bit different. Right. Um, and I can understand some Ukrainian, I can't understand a whole, a whole lot, um, but I can kind of follow a conversation in Ukrainian a little bit. Um, and I'm fluent in Russian. So. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so, so I was born in Kiev. Uh, I left, me and my family left in 1992. So very shortly after it became an official country. So I'm going to go through the history of Kiev, of Ukraine a little bit. And then I'll talk about like what's going on now, yeah. um, just because that's what makes sense to me. So Ukraine as a country has not really existed for very long. Um, It was a part of the Ottoman Empire for a really long time until like the early 1900s. And then very briefly in like 1919, it was an independent country until the Soviet Union became a thing in um, 1920. It expanded. 1919... 18 is when the Russian Revolution took place. But like around the 1920s was when um, Ukraine and a lot of other countries like Belarus, like um, Kazakhstan, they were all absorbed into the Soviet Union. So from about 1920 to 1991, Ukraine was part of the United Soviet Socialist Republics, the USSR. Um, It was not its own country. However, Ukrainian people... um, Ukrainian people, or c- people from the Caucasus mountain region, they're they're from the Caucasus. Uh, they've they've existed in that area for hundreds of years. Hundreds of years, um, and they have been persecuted quite a lot. Uh, there was a whole movement in the mid 1900s uh, in Ukraine where, <laughs> and this is oddly sad. This is not oddly sad. It's sad how history tends to repeat itself. So, at some point, there was um, a movement by the uh, Soviet Union to move native Ukrainians and native people from the Caucasus region, take them out of Ukraine, put them in Russia, and then um, displace Russians and put them in Ukraine. So, that's how you also get a lot of Russian-speaking Ukrainians is because Stalin um, had, like, a theory that he wanted to mix people. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So... Oddly, oddly eerie uh, is what I would call it. So in I want to say the late 80s, early 90s, late 80s, Brezhnev, who was the um, leader of the Soviet Union, started to grant freedoms to um, countries before the Soviet Union collapsed. And that's when talks of an independent Ukrainian nation came, and Brezhnev actually gave Crimea to to Ukraine as like a symbol. Then Khrushchev, um, in the early '90s when the Soviet Union collapsed, um, allowed Ukraine to keep Crimea. Um, Brezhnev, uh, Khrushchev said Brezhnev gave it to him, gave it to them, and, and Khrushchev was not going to change it. He wasn't going to take the Crimean area. He was going to leave that in the hands of Ukrainians. So from 1991 on, Ukraine was an independent country. Um, it has sovereignty. It has people, especially Western. Uh, Western Ukraine, the, the part that's furthest away from the Russian border, those people are very proud Ukrainians. Um, mm-hmm. They only speak Ukrainian. They they have a very rich culture. Very and Ukraine as a culture is extremely rich and beautiful um and so getting to more modern times Mm -hmm. uh in 2014 um putin so putin's been president of russia for over 21 years um president i put in air quotes um because nobody's president for 21 years without doing some shady stuff so in 2014 um Putin sent soldiers to Crimea and annexed it from Ukraine. Um, Basically putting Russian soldiers there and uh, an army base in Crimea. Now Crimea is a highly contested area because it's on the Black Sea. It's worth a lot of money. It has a lot of minerals. It is a very good port. Mm -hmm. And Ukraine is huge. Um, It is the largest country in Europe. Um and uh because the territory is so big and it borders russia it's valuable territory um particularly because russia exports so much oil to europe um and uh russia does run pipelines through ukraine um it it ran it's ran puplands forever Mm -hmm. so in 2014 when that happened um Ukrainians, because essentially the government of Ukraine at that point allowed Russia to come in and they just basically said you can annex Crimea and native Ukrainians were extremely upset.
0: Um, right. Because they were ju- they were just doing that because Putin was going to do war, like have a war against. No, them, right? they were
1: doing that because Ukrainian government was essentially a puppet government. Uh, okay. it, it was a government that was put place there by Russians and um, voted in by Russians. So in 2016, the Ukrainian people overthrew the government um, illegally. They, they did a coup and Mm -hmm. they took the government illegally. Um, However, uh, it actually ended up being a good thing for Ukraine. Um, They ran democratic elections in 2018. Um, Vladimir Zelensky, who is still currently their president, won by a huge margin. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, I forgot to mention this. Uh, in 1991, when the Soviet Union was allowing countries to be independent, well, not allowing, but when when they started let yeah allowing countries yeah. to become independent, um, they had votes from the people in those countries, and 92% of Ukrainians voted to become an independent state. Mm-hmm. They could have stayed as a territory of Russia, and they chose not to. Right. Um, but yeah, so in 2016... Uh, in 20, 2018 they ran independent elections. Vladimir Zelensky has been president since 2018 for four years. Um, and he's very popular. Extremely popular. Yeah. Um, so about three weeks ago Putin had been already talking about annexing parts of Ukraine. He had already been speaking about it. Um, NATO already knew about it. Um, and this was not something new. Um, Ru- Russia in general for the past 10 years, 10, 15 years, has seen the potential for democracy in Ukraine as like not great for them. Right. Um, because they start demanding more money, in my opinion. Now, a lot of this is going to be a little bit opinionated by me because I I feel very passionately about the topic, so please do your own research as well. I highly encourage it. Um, So three weeks ago, NATO was informed of that. And they, as well as myself, like when I first read the news, I'm like, oh, Putin's not gonna go into Ukraine that much. It's, he's been saying that for years. Mm -hmm. And then two weeks ago, he took two areas, Donetsk and Luhansk. Donetsk and Luhansk are right up against Russia's border. And Russian separatist groups have been there for a while. Um, so Donetsk and Luhansk he literally just walked into and they gave it to him. Mm-hmm. However, uh, Vladimir Zelensky had t- said to the Russian government and to Putin and to NATO um, that he can't take Ukraine. He can't take the rest of it. He's, he's not allowed to do that. Um, he also... St- is like very vehement that they can't be involved in their government and right. he's also very vehement that they have no control over whether or not Ukraine joins NATO or the EU and all of that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: so 14 days ago they start they brought soldiers to the borders and then they started bombing and shelling different parts of Ukraine and they've been basically bombing and shelling them for two straight weeks um, especially cities uh they've bombed kiev they've bombed um moripol which is another really populated city they've bombed uh power plants they've bombed hospitals and and schools and basically committing war crimes like these are war crimes so they we they' right. they've written treaties and trust like after after World War II, there were very specific treaties written with the United Nations and NATO and all that stuff and the Declaration of Human Rights and, like, all these things. And there are very strict rules of warfare that are in place for a reason. It's to protect civilians. Right. And b- Putin is...
0: They're aiming specifically for these.
1: Yeah. Putin is blatantly committing war crimes. Um. So, yeah, that's essentially what's happening. And so... A lot of the, a lot of this stems from the fact that Putin basically told his army, and he told the Russian people, and he basically told the world, "Oh, Ukraine wants us there. Ukraine is a poor place. They they need help." And to to shed some light on it, Ukraine was a third world country for a a, a good portion of uh, its existence. For the thirty years that it existed, UNESCO did name it a, a third world country for fifteen years. Um, it only became a second world country fairly recently. Um, uh, it's, they're poor, and their infrastructure was not great, especially before they gained a democratic government, it, uh, a fully democratic government. So um, the country does have a lot of problems. It has a lot of issues. However, with the new democratic government, they were looking like they were getting better. Their economy was growing. They were getting more jobs. Um, Zelensky did say he was going to apply for NATO status. Um, they had wanted to enter the EU. Unfortunately, to enter NATO, you need a very large army and a very large air force, and they don't—they didn't quite have that yet. And to enter the EU, you, your money needs to be valuable, and they weren't quite there yet. So mm-hmm. they never really got a chance to do that. Um, so Putin just kind of waltzed in there expecting to not have a fight, and he's getting a fight, and a good one. Um, Vladimir Zelensky is an in my opinion, an incredible leader. Um, I mean, you don't often get a Democratic leader that says, I'm staying in my country the entire time of fighting. I mean, uh, it, it's unheard of. I mean, like, George Washington, I think, was one of the last ones that did something like that. Said, and I'm declaring my country independent and I'm not leaving.
0: And again, Putin is put well, you was putting it out there because he cut off all uh, internet and everything. Mm-hmm. He was putting out his own media saying Still that is, he yeah. had left. Yeah. I thought he'd been doing that for years. Well, yeah, but yeah. but specifically for this, he's been propagating all kinds of shit. Yeah, Zelensky like, left. Zelensky left and I mean, abandoned. Abandoned and the now country. And Zelensky's going on like all kinds of mm-hmm. streaming things saying he's here, he's on the streets fighting with people. He's he he's, took a video
1: from a hospital today. He
0: literally just he told them, last thing I heard, he told them where he was specifically. Oh, yeah. and he that they took a video of
1: his exact location in Kiev um, with him sitting at a
0: desk. Like and he told them to come for him. Or he is, he's mm-hmm. like,
1: uh, Please come see me. Um, and he's been saying that the whole time he's like come come talk to me come sit at a desk with me come have a conversation with me i'm not i'm not hiding from you i'm not leaving i am i am here for for conversation i want to talk about this and for all it's worth he's he's just trying to keep his country free and free and independent and democratic and
0: uh, it's just and wasn't what i remember what 1994 they signed a treaty."
1: Yeah, they're S-
0: handing over their nuclear power. They said that they wouldn't nuclear, get nuclear weapons.
1: weapons. They said they wouldn't create their own nuclear weapons in exchange for, for a non-aggression pact with Russia.
0: And it was the president, and it was was it it was uh, Putin. Putin, and then Bill Clinton mm-hmm, signing the thing. Yeah, now as a arbitrator, yeah. it doesn't matter. His name's on there. Yeah. So America is involved. In this, yeah, whether they want to be or not, because so is were,
1: all of NATO, um, and, and the, all of Europe. I mean, it's
0: uh, yet no one's doing anything really. I mean, here, Poland,
1: some, Poland sent fighter jets yesterday,
0: so yeah, they gave them fighter pe- jets, people are they didn't give them people,
1: no. And yeah, I
0: my problem is with this, yeah, is everyone saying let's not do anything because mm-hmm. it'll start World War Three? yeah, at what point aren't we already there (laughs) is it like here's here's what i don't understand how can someone start something and then we say well we can't do anything let them kill all these innocent children
1: because war is extremely complicated and complex and and you know what's not
0: complex and all sitting by watching innocent people being murdered i'm like I don't understand that.
1: I feel this more than you understand. I, it's. I know, but like I'm not just, talking
0: to you. I know. I'm talking to the people who are listening to this, believing whatever they see out there. There, you have you have ignorant people mm-hmm. talking about how. Oh well, you know what? It's not. It's it, you don't know what's going on over there. Well, we do know what's going on over there. Personally, we know what's going on over there.
1: We know that they're bombing and shelling. Civilian territories, like if if for nothing else, if for for if you want to believe whatever you want to believe about like oh the the Putin had a good like whatever yeah there is no good I saw there uh, is no good reason
0: someone posted something to bomb civilians and I clicked on their link and I was looking at the comments under there and one of the comments was like well you don't really know you don't know what Ukraine did to Putin to make him do that
1: yeah because Ukraine is such a big huge place with a bunch of poor people. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No matter... What it really boils down to is this is a man who who is bombing and shelling innocent civilians. Right. He's... we You see pictures. You you don't get a refugee crisis of two million people. Which
0: is the big The, the
1: largest. largest refugee crisis in Europe to date. You don't get a refugee crisis like this if you're not attacking civilians. And he is attacking civilians. And... They tried to do ceasefires. They're trying to do. They're trying to get people out. It's
0: well. The ceasefires aren't working. Because, they're not working because, because he still is firing.
1: Yeah, it's 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 so messy. And I, I sit here and I say this with such a great assault. Like at some point, I thought about this too. Russian people, like the general public in Russia, is going to suffer for this for years like like he, he did this and now like people like companies are not doing any kind of business with russia companies have so like and i get why they're doing that it's i i, I agree with it but at the end of the day you are going to hurt so many russian
0: people well yeah well poor
1: russian people right. that depend on it, it's it's the the ruble is tanked um and and the people in Russia are already poor and they But he doesn't care. He doesn't care. And and he just keeps propaganding and propaganding and and you can't protest this is the thing that people that Amer- a lot of Americans don't understand. Well,
0: if in you, America you get away with anything.
1: It, yeah, exactly. Like it it's not anything. But like in America you can walk out in the street, you can say fuck the president, fuck everything he's doing, I'm going to go storm the White House and nothing happens to you nothing happens to you and people don't understand in another country especially in russia especially in russia you just think
0: about that you you
1: you even post anything on facebook and you get thrown in jail for 17 years and not to mention the people that don't just end up getting thrown in jail end up getting killed by paramilitary that exists in russia like you can't do the things you do here and and protesters are being arrested in russia the there's people there's a huge group of russians that do not support this now i don't believe in like western media where they're like oh russian people in general don't we don't know that that i don't know but i do know that there are huge groups of russians that do not support it and don't want it especially i ask everybody that listens i ask everybody in the world please do not Blame any Russian that you see in America. These people left Russia for a reason.
0: Right. You don't want to. It's just like any time. The Americans have a good way of. Of,
1: of blaming whole groups of people for the actions of right. a few. Please do not blame any Russians, especially Russians in America, because p- Russians in America are in America for a reason. Right. they left russia for a reason so and and a huge reason for that is because of putin is because of their government is because of the oppression that they see and they face so i i beg and i plead that most of all please do not blame any russians for this this is not their fight um this isn't even russian soldiers fight because soldiers are abandoning tanks yeah um so it's it's just when when i think about this for me It's just sad. You know, like everything about this is sad. It's like uh, this kind of blatant warfare is is not nobody wins. Nobody wins. Not the people that start the fight. Not the people that are in the fight. Not the people that they're fighting against. Nobody is winning this. It's going to be a ton of refugees that have no place to go. Um, I read an article today like Poland is going to eventually have to stop taking refugees because they took so many.
0: Right. And the thing is, r- they have yet to build a camp. Yeah. They don't the, have any
1: refugee camps. Well, you know, we're no, not they, taking them.
0: Well, no, they haven't had to build a camp because everyone in Poland has opened their yes. houses Pol- to these. They, they've been standing Poland, at the trans- train station holding up signs yeah. like, I can take th- this. I have many one people room person. These people can live with me. P- Poland.
1: Thank you to Poland, to Georgia, to Moldova. Like all of those countries are opening their doors and it's incredible the kindness that they're showing people. Um, And yes, there have been some unkind things that have happened, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, But like the kindness of other countries right now is all that's getting them by and it's just, it's so sad. I read an article today, like we haven't taken any yet, but we're going to. Yeah. Um they're sending pl- the planes from Poland and Georgia and stuff like that are going to end up in the US and the, we're taking refugees. And like 3 2 million refugees as of yesterday. 2 million. Like that's two million people that have been driven out out of their homes, out of their towns, out of their livelihood, and it's like those people. Then you have a bunch of seventeen-year-old soldiers. Like Russian army is predominantly young males because they're conscripted; they have right. to go. So you got a bunch of seventeen-year-olds that are killing people that are going to be traumatized by it and already traumatized, and they're they 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 didn't expect this like there we have text messages upon text messages from soldiers to their families that basically say i didn't know that this was what i was signing up for they i didn't sign up training. to kill people some t- some knew they were going to ukraine and they thought that they were going on like peaceful missions that's yeah. what they were told and no people are throwing themselves in front of tanks and making molotov cocktails and like it's it's incredibly sad right it's it's just And every day I wake up and I try to think about, I try not to think about it, but it's on the news, and I and I'm scared for my mom's friends and my aunt and my cousins, and it's like, and it's it's just, it's scary, it's sad, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. Nothing anybody can do about it. Well, we can send soldiers there. We can do, but at the end of the day,
0: there's the the. In my opinion, the nothing we can do about it is what we're doing now, which is nothing.
1: I mean, it's not nothing. It's not nothing. We're we're taking tactics that
0: we've done more for less. In my opinion, I mean, I don't know. But
1: I don't know. I don't. I again, war is messy and it's complicated. And at the end of the day, the world is just going to be poorer. Like people that are complaining about gas prices, yeah, I get it. They're bad.
0: Also, I'll take this point interject there's a meme going around Mm -hmm. where it says we get so many barrels of oil from russia and if we didn't if we if we would have just kept the pipeline we wouldn't have to worry about this there's so many inaccuracies about it and if you have a problem with with the facts that i'm about to say then you can go write me a letter and and burn it because the pipeline was never built it had started construction it never ran so when it was shut down there was no oil flowing so uh, at that point you're wrong you, united states is the biggest producer of oil hands down whether or not russia is second
1: mm-hmm. we
0: still make more Saudi than them. arabia's third yeah so it doesn't even matter like that everyone's been posting that meme or the picture or whatever we're calling yeah it, and it's wrong The pipeline Was never pumping oil So Mm -hmm. shutting it down Never hurt us
1: Yeah I mean It's Again Messy Uh, Oil companies Are messy too And um, I mean I get it Gas price But This is what happens In war This is what happens When there's a war When there's a war And you stop doing business With other people And like Global wars This is what happens I mean Things are gonna get expensive things are going to get expensive and that's the way that global wars work. Right. And the only people you can blame are the people that started the war and that's Putin and the Russian government. Done. Uh like done. And right. everything I've listened to there and when people ask like why did this start? Because it's hard. It's hard to understand like why would you blankly attack a country? There are logical things I can I can give you. I can give you that Ukraine runs a Russia runs pipelines through Ukraine and they don't want to pay Ukraine to run them. Mm
0: -hmm. I
1: can tell you that Russia's scared of NATO and they don't want NATO camp. They don't want NATO forts near Russian borders. And like having forts in Ukraine wouldn't have been good. I can tell you that. But at the end of the day, the only thing that I can tell you and the only thing that makes sense in my mind is that Putin is a dictator. He's a dictator and he is a tyrant and for us to, for people to sit by and say, well, you sh- they should have negotiated or they should have done this or they should have done that. Yeah, people try that with Adolf Hitler and Mussolini and, and Castro and all of that. They, w- The world has, Hussein, the world has dealt with dictators before and we know how dictators work. And Putin is a dictator. He is a dictator and a tyrant and what he is doing is war crimes and atrocities. He is he is so close. Well, not so close. He, he's committing genocide. He's committing genocide. Not at the level of 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 other genocides that have happened in the world, but this is a genocide. You're blanketly killing people and children.
0: Right. Not there's no re- other reason why you Aim missiles directly at a maternity ward or a children's hospital. Yeah,
1: and even if you tell me, oh, I wasn't aiming exactly for that, you're aiming close enough that you hit it. That's all. That's all that matters. You aiming close enough that you hit it. You're aiming for nuclear power plants. You are aiming for residential people. You are aiming for airports. Now, we're now, done.
0: I don't know if you know this or not, but the last article I read is they took tur- they took uh was they, it Chernobyl off the grid.
1: They took the pa- so there's a power grid. Near Chernobyl, it's not in Chernobyl where the where the nuclear accident happened, but there is a major power grid there, um, and they turned it off.
0: And the, the article I read is like some some uh, Ukrainian somebody, some specialist mm. was like, like you know, it can't it can't be off the grid for like more than ten days or some something like that. Otherwise, it's going to start. Doing something, uh, it, it's a lot of. Science I have to. Talk, I I'm
1: not. I'm not a hundred percent versed in that. I have to look into it. Like more, whatever but they're
0: doing, they're 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 just trying to ruin the, con- the country.
1: they they've already. It's and this is also something that I think about constantly, and I'm very upset and very scared for. Is like Ukraine was just starting to become prosperous, just well, starting to here, fix their in- infrastructure. Now, what. Like I even I when it's, this is over, it's going to take them years to get back.
0: It shouldn't, because this is what's this is ideally what's going to happen. It's going to be the same thing with happened to Germany. They're going to Russia going to have to pay for everything to be fixed.
1: Russia's dead broke. Well, how, how are they going to pay?
0: Germany's been been paying for their sins for quite some time. They
1: didn't have to pay at the end of World War Two. That was a World War One thing, and they never ended up paying anything.
0: I'm. I'm not saying, pay. Not saying Germany paid. How, uh, they're the biggest anti-Nazi yeah. place. That's what I'm saying. Oh
1: yeah. Well, yeah, so uh,
0: Russia is going to have to pay one way or another to fix everything. Yeah. That that oh, that's only fair. I know, but people It's, need, st- it's still going to take years for Ukraine to u- recover. Years.
1: Decades. I would even say, like, they're they're not going to recover from this quickly, and it's just so sad. I'm I'm sad for the place I was born in. I'm sad for, for my home country and for the people. And I was talking to my dad, and this makes sense, too. When you have a refugee crisis like this where 2 million, 3 million people are, are leaving, they're not all going to come back. Right. They're not all going to come back. So their population is definitely going to be down probably a million people. And that's a lot. That's a lot. Not to mention the amount of casualties that they're suffering. Right. Which is unknown unknown numbers, which I'm sure is huge. So just it's just so sad.
0: Yeah. Anything else? No. Very good. Um again this was we'll probably have updates and whatnot um as we go with little snippets of episodes but if you have any questions if you have anything to write in you can send it to shadedcornermedia at gmail.com or uh, instagram shaded underscore corner right. uh, thank you Poe, and uh, goodbye everybody